Welcome to the Sonic Truth Podcast. Corey Kalesa is the newly appointed CEO of Art19, one of the leading full-service podcast platforms for advertisers and publishers. On this episode of the Sonic Truth, we talk to Corey about all things podcasting, as well as Art19's specific focus on technology and metrics to drive better results for brands. Welcome, Corey. It's great to have you here and excited to talk today. So... Uh, briefly tell us who you are and, and how you got here. Sure. Um, I'm Corey Kalesa. How I got here a long, long time ago in college, I had a, a DVD e-commerce company I started back when DVDs first came out. We're not going to date me. Okay. We're going um, way yeah, back. We're going way <laughs> we're back. Going to DVDs. Way back. Um, and yeah, it was early days. It was when you couldn't buy DVDs in every major market and uh, was up against the likes of Amazon, which is amazing and hilarious. Uh and anyhow, that company got acquired by a company called E-Universe that later got turned into Intermix, the parent of MySpace. So I was there through all of that fun iteration and kind of dot-com bubble. And that company then was acquired by News Corp. So I was there as, as MySpace was first launching and kind of developed into the behemoth that it was and really kind of made that, that stamp on you know, social media. And you know, that really kind of, it, it started to solidify for me that I love new media. I love being at that kind of, that intersection. And so podcasting, you know, it, I find so many similarities in, in that it's such an exciting space. It's new. There's a lot of people that are participating, a lot of brands that want to participate, a lot of amazing content, you know, producers and, and talent that want to be there and just trying to figure out, you know, how do we make this, uh, you know, an incredibly valuable, thriving, growing space. So so that that really, you know, was on my mind as I was thinking about, you know, what's next for 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 podcasting. And to date, you know, 2018, we've done what, about 500 million in, in ad sales, right, in, in podcasting, which is incredible number right like 53 percent growth year over year like that's that's amazing it's outstanding the thing that amazes me the most is that it's predominantly a host red ad model still that's still really the 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 core ad product and i know from having <laughs> lived through you know that that the iterations of that and the years and kind of what that host red you know world means that it's a very high touch ad product it is incredibly effective it is it is fantastic and that it works really well. Um, but it's also a, a type of ad that's difficult to scale. And so really what, what brought me to Art19 was thinking about how do we create some monetization models that can scale easier and, and what that would mean for the space at large, right? If I can get more advertisers to participate because it's more efficient or because they feel like it's more analogous to how they buy in digital, that's really interesting. If it means that, you know, we can monetize the existing great content really well and better, and that means more content comes in the space, that's that's great for, you know, the current listeners and getting new listeners. So to me, I was just thinking about, you know, where, where is this going, right? Where is the space going? Um, and how do we introduce new monetization models that would scale better? So we started with DVDs <laughs> to MySpace to yes. audio. And I love, I mean, I'm a huge fan of the of what's happening in audio today using the internet uh, as an analog for that. And there's a lot of common ground there. Um, and I think, we, you know, we've seen it happen. It's happening fast now as the internet did, you know, over that period of probably, you know, 2000 to 2010, a, a lot changed in, in 10 years. And I think we're still early in the, in the audio aspect of this. And as you mentioned, it's happening really fast. Um, so we could probably talk about you even more, but let's get, let's focus a little bit on art 19. So like you mentioned art 19, you know, 
maybe people haven't heard of Art19. They don't know a lot about what's different. And I think a lot of people who are listening to this podcast who are either on the brand side or other even audio other audio platform companies, like there's different like little pockets forming within the space, right? There's not just podcast advertising. So like what's unique about Art19 and and today and and where do you see that kind of going um you know in the in the near to mid future I say. Sure. Yeah, so Art19's been around since uh 2015. And you know, to date, uh, primarily a product and tech company. Think of it as really infrastructure for enterprise-level clients, publishers that need a place to host their podcasts, and then have technology to to distribute those podcasts. And we are one of the first in the space uh, to provide dynamic ad insertion. So basically, you know, dynamic ad technology allowing for kind of real-time delivery and and removal of ads within content. And that really was was the core focus. And what what's fantastic about that is. With that being the focus, it is truly best-in-class technology. I mean, that that really was, you know, why we've had such incredible enterprise-level customers, you know, from the likes of, you know, Wondery to the New York Times, which The Daily is, you know, arguably the largest podcast, you know, out. Um, and can handle that scale and, and can also, you know, handle all of the security and, and rights issues and, and handle... Um, you know, unbelievable amounts of traffic for, for the scale of these types of podcasts that we host. And so that's been really core to the business. And with that, just, you know, that incredible technology as the, as the foundation, as the platform, we're, they were thinking prior to me joining, right, you know, what does it mean to have data on listeners? Like, what, what, you know, how can we add that layer to, to, you know, provide even more insights into kind of who's listening? And they built an amazing technology called Smart Audiences, which allows us to have insights, you know, on a, on a one-to-one basis, really about the listener, demographic profile, um, you know, behavior, uh, you know, a purchase behavior, purchase intent, those kind of things. Um, so really deep, you know, meaningful insights on listeners that, of course, would be valuable in an in advertising context. And so that really is is kind of the the new addition to Art 19 is this commercial capability, the ability to monetize podcasts that are on our platform. And using that technology, being able to serve ads based on, you know, who the listener is and what would be the right ad to deliver to them. Right. And so that's that's why advertisers would care about this, right? You're getting the right ad in front of the right person. That's exactly it. Yeah. Yeah. So if you think about the way that, um, you know, in a digital space and advertisers you know, launching a campaign, right? They're thinking about who they want to reach and why they want to reach them and figuring out ways to get to them. And so this technology that we have would allow for that type of transaction to happen. And that's, that's frankly a first. We're the only provider of, of that kind of one-to-one deterministic uh, data targeting and podcasting. So it's really interesting. It's great, great to have those conversations because if you're talking to someone that's used to buying on the digital side, that's, that's how they're used to thinking, right? They know who they want to reach and then they want to know you know, the type of context they want to reach them in. They want to think about um, maybe they're thinking about buying a car, right? Or maybe they're, you know, interested in taking this kind of vacation or maybe they just made this purchase and that can inform what they should see next. And we can provide all that kind of, you know, targeting and insights and deliver campaigns in that capacity. So it's been, um, you know, incredibly valuable. Yeah. So you talk about like, you know, you see just, you know, if you go to Art19's website, you see things about stale ads. Yeah. So I I would say that it's amazing. This dynamic ad insertion technology, it addresses that, you know, that, the idea that an ad doesn't necessarily have to live in content forever, nor should it necessarily, right? So I'll give an example. If I'm you know, promoting, let's say, tune-in for a TV show, right? There's a limited window in which that ad is relevant. And 
if I'm listening to, let's say, that show, I, I didn't listen to it until, let's say, a year later, right? If I'm hearing an, an ad for something that's, you know, time-stamped and it's, it's you know, right. not applicable, that's not great for me as a listener experience. And there are also, frankly, you know, brands and media companies you know, that, that don't want their ads that are, are that are dated to be living forever. And so the ability to be able to take them out of the content not only, you know, has a, a better listener experience, right? also meets brand objectives that don't necessarily want their their old creative messaging lying around it also gives publishers the ability to to re-monetize you know effectively so you know if i listen to an ad you know in a program today and someone else listens to that same program you know two years from now if i have the ability to still monetize that listen at a later date that's valuable for the publisher as well so it kind of gives more life uh and monetization potential to to the publishers too you think about the internet as an, as an analog to podcasting and audio today, you have, in the internet, you have the browser, you have this place where you know people are going to consume the content, whether it's Firefox or Explorer or Chrome. And on podcasts, it's, it's everywhere, right? You don't know if it's iTunes or Apple, you don't know if it's Spotify or Pandora, or, or it could be on the web, it could be all these different places. And it also could be content that is being downloaded that's really old. So, so when you think about data and measurement with when you don't know how somebody to consume the content, um, it's intriguing that Art19 is able to even exist and do this as complicated as it probably is now. How do you see that going forward? What I think is really valuable is that we're able to serve the ad dynamically at the point of download. So let's say you're listening to a show, you know, a year after it maybe originally aired, we can still serve an ad at the point that you decided to listen to it. And the way that we're targeting that ad is based on attributes of who you are as a listener. And sometimes it has, you know, contextual relevance, right? So if an advertiser says they want to reach, you know, uh, males, you know, 30 plus, but listening to true crime shows, as an example, we would package kind of all of that together. But we're basing that decision to serve that ad based on who you are, not necessarily, you know, when it was played or where it was played. So that becomes really valuable because we have the ability to kind of dynamically real time decide what is the best ad to insert at that point of consumption. Right. Do you get asked every day, like, how do you do this? <laughs> is that, how many, or how many times a meeting Magic. do you get asked that? Um, now we won't make you explain it here. Great. Um, yeah, I'm not the CTO. So that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Good. Um, it's just one of those things. It's just like, it's, it's fascinating to me, certainly. Um, and I think, you know, when you think of this, right, let's look at the landscape. I think we all would agree um, that, you know, everybody in, who's been on this podcast and that we've talked to, we all kind of want the same thing. Like, we want this to work. Of course, <laughs> um, yeah. And so where do you see the state of, like, measurement and data today? I mean, obviously, we, we can, we'll concede that it's early. Sure. But, like, how do you see the landscape and, and what do you think um, is gonna, going to improve probably over the next uh, couple of years? So I would say that I, I think measurement is at a, a position where it's better than it's ever been, there are still some limitations. So most of the listening and podcasts is still happening on Apple, right? Depending on who you ask, 50 to, to 70% of consumption is happening there. And because of that, we're, you know, we won't have access to listener behavior kind of behind that wall. And so that's, that is a limiter, right? But up to that point, in terms of how do we measure downloads? What do we know about listeners? How that informs how smart and intelligent we are about ad serving, all of that we've made incredible strides in. And, you know, on the download measurement side, um, we were just certified uh, with um, IAB V2 compliance. So that really means that the downloads that a show is reporting, that they're getting, the listens that they're getting to their show are, frankly, as as conservatively measured as possible. Exciting. All right. So one last question for you. So what's next? Like what... You know, as we're all starting to figure this out, we have dynamic ads, we have better creative, we have measurement, we have all this intelligence that wasn't there before, and we have podcasts, you know, advertising revenue growing, all these exciting things happening. 
What do we have to look forward to? I mean, I, I think that there's so many brands that have not yet dabbled in podcasting um, just because uh, there's been, I think, limitations on how they could participate, right? Not, not all brands are okay with, you know, kind of ceding their voice to, to someone else, right? So that's that can be a limiter. Um, frankly, the data side, like being able to really in specificity know who they're reaching. You know, there's some brand requirements that, you know, we until now haven't been able to meet. And so that opens up like a whole different uh, kind of you know conversation and, and pool of advertisers to talk to. So from that perspective, I'm excited because I think we'll get, you know, uh, just a, a more diverse mix of advertisers participating. And then on the content side, obviously, you know, the ability to monetize based on a listener versus a show means that we can really tap into ad demand, you know, at any size of a show, right? So if it's a small show, let's say it's a show that's just starting out, it's, you know, it'll grow to an interesting size, but it's just early days. In a, in a host-read only model, you have to sell based on kind of what that show is doing right now. And what we can do is really tap into ad demand at any point, right? Because it's based on the listener. So that, what I like about that is it gives monetization, which is really kind of momentum and power to shows that are just starting or maybe shows that frankly will always be on the small side but they're really interesting they serve like an awesome niche audience and that's great so giving monetization potential you know what you might call either early startup you know podcast or long tail i think is really interesting right because then you're going to get a, a more diverse set of of content but also on the the you know a level talent side there's some talent that just won't participate in the space unless they've got some way to monetize where it's not their voice doing it, right? And that's been a limiter. And so being able to have really meaningful monetization opportunities for big talent, right, that just had no other way to monetize before, that's going to open up a whole different slew of conversation. So to me, you know, from the advertising perspective, being able to, to really have conversation with advertisers that couldn't play before, like, super exciting. And then also on the content side, just opening up, you know, those conversations where there weren't there weren't meaningful monetization models yet. That's going to change kind of the the fabric of who's playing in the space and the kind of content we're seeing. So that's what I'm I'm excited about. Well, exciting. I mean, I think like, you know, from our perspective, um, certainly at Veritonic, but here on, on the Sonic Truth podcast, seeing that uh, convergence of, of data, accountability, targeting, um, you know, all the kind of aspects of advertising that marketers love, yes. um, you know, yeah. bringing that to the, to the audio space, bringing that to the podcast space, um, makes for a very bright future. And I think I mean, we're all excited to see what, where it goes next. And, and when we sit down two years from now, uh, we'll see how far we've come. So yeah. thank you so much for coming today. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you so much. It's been great being here. All right. Thanks. You've been listening to a podcast production of AW360, the year-round content destination from Advertising Week. Visit AW360 at 360.advertisingweek.com and be sure to check out the other AW360 podcasts now available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Producers on this podcast are Jack Hirschman and Richard Larson, with music provided by Audio Network. For more information on Advertising Week, the world's largest gathering of advertising, marketing, and technology leaders, now in six markets across the globe, visit www.advertisingweek.com. Advertising Week.